My name is Sophie Stubbs, and you are listening to the Modern Housewife Podcast, a podcast that encourages and equips the modern woman of faith with the tools to pursue purpose in and outside of the home. Who said your dreams had to die when she started giving birth to little minions? God has shown us that though pursuing our dreams look different in various seasons, it is not impossible. So whether you are in the trenches of newborn life or you are dealing with tantrums every 30 minutes, there is space for you here at the table as we navigate what it looks like to be a modern housewife pursuing her dreams. Leave encouraged and refreshed. Thank you for listening to The Modern Housewife. Hey guys, it's Soph and welcome back to the Modern Housewife Podcast. I'm so excited that you are here and you have joined us for yet again another podcast episode. Your girl took a much needed break for her mental health. I mean, we have so many things that are going on within the world externally as well as personally internally and I really needed some time to just kind of regroup and get myself back together. And so I took a break, which is what we're going to be talking about today, um, mental health. Um, Today's episode is very unscripted. Normally, I do a whole outline and everything, but I really wanted this episode to be straight from my heart, no filter. I wanted the Holy Spirit to flow like we know only He can. Um, And I really want to open up to you guys about something that um, is super vulnerable for me. I am very um, open and very transparent um, on my social media platforms because um, I believe that my story is truly for God's glory. And I want people to know that if God did something for me, that he will do it for you, that he's no respecter of persons. And so I'm pretty transparent and vulnerable. Um, but this is transparency and vulnerability on another level because, um, like I shared on my social media this week, normally when I pray or encourage you or share a post with you, it is from a place of already going through um, maybe a hard season or a challenging time with depression or anxiety. And so I am, so to speak, on a mountaintop in a good place when I speak to you um, where here I am actually in a valley. I am still in the valley and I am actually coming up out of the valley. And so I really felt the Lord laying it on my heart to share this journey with you, to be transparent, because I know I am not the only one. Um, I know I am not the only Christian that deals with these things. And I know that this is so important and so essential because I know how isolated I felt as a Christian who has struggled with mental health, not feeling like I could run to anybody or they would understand. Or if I shared with them what I would what I was going through, that they would give me an over-spiritualized answer. And so I know what it feels like to not only be depressed or anxious or um, be dealing with a, a mental health struggle. Struggle, but then to be isolated and it's in that place um, where whatever we're going through actually gets worse and so I just wanted to be transparent and I wanted to be honest I just pray that through my transparency and my vulnerability that it just helps you know that you're not alone that it really helps um, set someone free that it just helps you right now wherever you're at just give you hope that God is for you that he sees you that um, he 
has plans to prosper you and to give you a hope in a future even when it doesn't look like he's anywhere to be found even when it doesn't even feel like there's a connection between you and him even when you are in a valley and you are in a hard and tough place these past couple of months have not been easy you know like at the beginning of quarantine i did great um a couple months prior um, my previous pastor had died tragically in a car accident and there was just a bunch of other things transpiring in my life um, and I really experienced a really just tough season of depression um, as well as severe anxiety and so I had gotten out of that um, with the Lord and I was just you know really focused at the beginning of quarantine I was doing really really well emotionally I was making sure that I was just really focusing on my passion projects the things that God had called me to do like my podcast and other things and my morning prayer and so I was doing well I think after just the racial injustice within our country um, COVID it just everything together it just things just started to stack on top of each other and it really started to have an impact on me and my mental health and so i just wanted to just talk to you like today it's just me a cup of tea um and an empty laundry room because i just put my kids down to sleep for a nap and this is where it's quiet in my house first i want to share more about um just my struggles with mental health um in general and then we'll go from there. And so um, the first time that I remember dealing with depression, I was 14 years old. Um, I did not know what I was experiencing or going through, nor did I have a language or words to express what I was experiencing or going through. Um, as many of you guys know, my mom passed away when I was 12 years old. She was diagnosed with brain cancer when I was nine years old. Um, and brain cancer is very severe because it is in your brain. So um, I literally saw my mom break down, like stop walking and talking. And um, my life as I knew it as a child transformed very rapidly um, overnight. And so when I was 12 years old, my mom passed away. Um, and when I was 13 years old, my father um, decided to move to another continent. He decided to move to Africa. And so within a year, I, f I had lost my mom and I felt like I had also lost my dad. And so I, I stayed with my siblings um, and my siblings are amazing and they took amazing care of me. Um, and for multiple reasons, when I was 14, um, they sent me to live with my oldest brother in California. And it was a very tough transition for me. I mean, I had just lost my mom, lost my dad. I was in a new place. I was in a new space. Um, and that's when I remember just experiencing um, depression to the point where I could not get out of bed. Um, I just wanted to lay down. I didn't really um, want to do my homework or anything. Like I, like I would remember just coming home and just laying in bed with my eyes open, not doing anything because it physically felt good to be in the bed. Um, at that time, I also experienced severe anxiety um, as a result of my mom passing away. I had a severe fear of death. Um, anything that um, I felt would lead to death, driving, swimming, um, anything, I avoided at all costs. I mean, literally, 
the idea of dying was on my mind all the time and not in a positive way, um, in a negative way, which I now know um, was part of anxiety. And so that's kind of just like when I started to realize um, that I was going through this, that this was something that I was dealing with. And as the years went on, um, I continued to deal with anxiety as well as depression um, in cycles. Um, I would have very high moments when everything was good, everything was great. Um, I was crushing goals. I was doing everything that I wanted to do. And then I would have these really low moments where um, just I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to do whatever I normally would do. And the task of life that are that are simple, that we're supposed to do on a daily basis just became extremely unbearable, extremely heavy, and extremely hard for me. And so I went through that cycle of just ups and downs, highs and lows. And I remember after giving my life to Christ, just kind of thinking like, okay, like that battle, that up and down, high and low thing is going to be over. Like I've given my life to Jesus and everything is going to be great. Um, and I remember after giving my life to Christ, um, experiencing depression and experiencing anxiety. And I remember I, I would be so upset when I would experience anxiety and depression as a believer, because I thought that coming to God and giving him um, my heart and giving him my all and spending time in his presence would just eliminate that. And so I didn't really understand why I was still struggling. I didn't really understand why I was battling this still. And it was something that came with a lot of shame. It was very embarrassing for me and very shameful for me because I didn't understand why I was still going through what I was going through when I was doing everything that I knew to do. I mean, I would spend hours in the presence of God, fasting, um, praising, like just doing everything I was supposed to. And I was still struggling with this thing. And so um, I struggled in silence. I struggled in silence for a very long time. And the only person that really knew um, what I was experiencing was my husband because he would know when I was going through a low moment because it would literally affect everything around me. And so I struggled in silence. I struggled in silence because I was afraid that people would judge me. I was afraid that um, as a woman who feels called to ministry and often encourages and loves on others, if people knew what I was struggling with, that um, they would judge me, that they wouldn't receive from me, that they would see my struggle with my mental health as a disqualification of what I felt God had called me to. And I didn't want that to be affected. And so I struggled in silence. Another reason why I struggled in silence was because I did not want my struggle to be over-spiritualized. And people know, I always make a joke. I'm a very spiritual person. Like I love Jesus and I love to spend time with Jesus. Um, but anytime I would open up to anybody, the first question would be, are you reading your word? Are you spending time with God? And I remember thinking, yes, yes, yes. I'm reading my word. I'm spending time with God. I'm fasting. I'm in his presence. I'm fighting. I'm, I'm mentally like 
and and I don't understand what's going on. I still don't understand why I'm dealing with this. And I did not want these over-spiritualized responses when for me, I knew, even though I didn't know exactly fully why, I knew that it was so much deeper. And I knew that there was so much more to it. And so, guys, I struggled in silence and I struggled for a while. Um, and that just made things worse. And that did not make anything easier for me. And so after having my first, I um, dealt with postpartum anxiety. And then with my last, um, I dealt with severe postpartum depression and anxiety. Um, and it it was really bad, um, really, really, really bad. Um, and I remember just not seeing a way out, not feeling like um, I would ever receive freedom or breakthrough in this area. Um, and the Lord um, definitely brought me out of that place. I mean, there was a point where um, with my last, after experiencing postpartum depression, where for months when I would wake up, I would feel a heaviness, literally like like a blanket on my back every single morning when I woke up. And so I just really felt like the Lord was laying on my heart that this was so much bigger than me. In the past, when I would experience depression or anxiety, I would actually, I would actually pull away from God because I was so upset and I was so angry because I didn't understand why I was still struggling with this when you know, I was praying for people and seeing them receive transformation and breakthrough in this very area while still struggling. And, you know, I had a really, um, what I call, um, Mary moment. Like there is a, there is a part in the Bible when Mary and Martha, um, they were sisters and Jesus comes and, um, Mary is just all for sitting at the feet of Jesus while Martha is like super busy with all the things and so she loved Jesus and just had a heart that was devoted towards him and um her brother gets sick Lazarus and um Lazarus was a really close friend of Jesus and um she sends a message to Jesus and she's like your your friend is sick your friend is dying and we need you to come and perform a miracle and Jesus does not come immediately. And because of it, Lazarus ends up dying. And so when Jesus finally comes, it says that Martha actually ran out to Jesus, but it said Mary stayed back. And when she comes to um, Jesus, she says, Jesus, it, it's very clear that she is disappointed. It's very clear that she's upset. And she says, Jesus, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Um, and Jesus just assured her that he would live and that he would be okay. Um, but I just found myself in a very, what I call Mary moment, um, where I was very upset with God because I'm like, God, here I am doing everything you've called me to do. And I'm still struggling with this and I don't understand why. And there's times where I feel full of hope. And then there's times I feel hopeless. There's times where I'm claiming and I know that I'm going to see a breakthrough and I'm going to see a victory. But then there's other days where I am very well reminded that this thorn is still here. And I, 
and I, my mind starts to be filled with doubt and I don't know how long this is going to last or how long um, that this is going to be here. And so I just found myself um, in that place, you know, having a very what I call merry moment, um, God's heart out more on what I was experiencing and what I was going through. And um, I feel like the Lord revealed to me that um, it, it was so much bigger than me, um, that it was actually a generational giant that I was facing. And um, he revealed to me that it was a depression that my mom actually had dealt with before she passed away um, and that she passed away with it. And, you know, that was new to me um, because I knew that my mom had experienced different things, but I didn't know that was something that she experienced. And the Lord really laid it on my heart that um, I would be the one to slay this giant, um, but that he was going to do it in a, in a plethora of ways that I was going to see the manifestation of that in multiple ways. And so at the beginning of the year, the Lord really led me to go on a fast and really seek him. And after doing that fast, that heaviness, I mean, like just that, that heaviness that I had for months was lifted. And so something I want to share is that when we see like the word of God says that we are healed by Jesus stripes, um, but the manifestation of healing, we see that in the word in so many different ways. Some people in the word of God was healed instantly. Some people in the word of God were healed in stages. Some people in the word of God, God used, Jesus used something physically like dirt and spit to heal the blind man's eyes. And so there was a physical thing that was needed in order to bring the manifestation of the man's healing here on the earth. And so the Lord really just started to speak to me about slaying this giant and how um, he had called me to slay this giant, but that it would be done in multiple ways. And so I really just started to open up my mind um, to what God wanted to do and how um, he was going to heal, you know, and move and um, break through in this area. And so in the beginning of the year, the Lord really started talking to me about um, the importance of health and the importance of gut health and the effects that um, our gut has on our mental health. And so um, I just started to pay attention. I started to cut out certain things out of my diet. Um, as he told me, like he would tell me to like cut out sugar for a month. And when I would cut it out, I would see a huge transformation. I would see a huge change or he would tell me to cut out coffee, which I still have cut out coffee. It's been four months now. Um, and I saw a, a shift with um, the anxiety that I was experiencing. And so it became very apparent to me that the Lord was going to use multiple things to orchestrate this healing, to orchestrate this breakthrough. And so this has been a journey. This has been something that um, he has been doing in stages with me. Um, and it's something that I want to be more transparent and honest about because I think a lot of times we can see someone praying or moving powerfully in the spirit, but we don't see what they deal with behind closed doors. We don't see that um, they have struggles that they deal with, but it's truly the Lord that is moving through them, that is truly the Lord that's empowering them, even through, even through the tough times, even through the valleys, even while um, we're waiting for that full manifestation. Like I've seen healing and I've seen breakthrough, um, but I have not seen the 
full manifestation of what I'm believing and I'm hoping for in this area. Um, but I am so hopeful for um, what God is going to do. And I'm so um, grateful that I get to share this journey with you guys. And so I just wanted to um, share with you guys some things that I've been doing um, that have really been helping me. And then I also want to share with you guys some things that I will be doing. So um, some things that I've been doing that have really been helping me is I've been um, making sure that I am waking up early again and spending consistent time with God. Um, often, if you are about, often if you are battling depression or anxiety, um, you do not want to get out of your bed. Getting out of your bed can be really hard because you can find comfort in your bed and also find security. And so getting out of my bed and getting up early and making sure I'm having that quiet time with God um, has been so essential to turning things around. Like I said, um, there can be a tendency when you are a believer and you're going through these things to actually push away from God because you may be angry or upset or not understand why you're still struggling with the things that you're struggling with or going through the things that you're going through. Um, but when we do that, but when we separate ourselves from God, um, it, it begins to take a toll on us and we begin to, it begins to have an impact on us um, because he is our source. And so even if while you're spending time with God, you don't feel it or, or you feel disconnected or you don't even feel his presence, believe by faith that he is there. Believe in, by faith that he is empowering you to um, lift your head up high and move forward and that he's giving you the strength that you need to continue to move on in your day. Another thing that I've been doing is getting ready every single day not staying in pajamas, like making sure that I am um, getting ready, taking a shower, that I am throwing on my clothes, that I am putting on a little makeup because getting ready, it makes you feel more put together, especially over just um, staying in your PJs all day, which I also know can be really tough when you're um, just struggling with mental health to even want to get ready. But Getting ready for me has made such a huge difference. Another thing that I am doing, guys, is I am spending so much time outside. Vitamin D is so good for us. Um, literally, we need sunlight. It, it has a huge effect on our mental health. And so every single day I have been um, getting up and just going for a walk with my babies. I've been going on nature walks. I've been taking them outside to the park. I've been really taking advantage of my back deck and just sitting out on there and just um, getting a lot of sunshine. I am an outdoors person. Um, I really feel so intimately connected to the Lord when I am outside in nature and it makes a huge difference and a huge transformation. Also, when I'm in my house, I love to just open up the blinds. I make sure sunlight is coming in. Um, if my house is dark and gloomy, it does have an effect on me. And so I really make sure that I am letting sunlight in and that I'm getting as much sun as I can. Another thing that I'm doing is eating healthy meals, eating whole foods, taking care of my physical body because it has a huge effect. 
And normally when I am not feeling the best um, mentally, I do not eat. I know some people do not eat. Some people overeat. Um, and that would that just makes me feel weak. And if you already are not feeling good mentally, when you put feeling weak on top of it, it makes things worse. And so I've been making sure that I'm eating um, healthier options, that I'm eating whole foods, that I'm drinking at least half of my body weight and water every day. And I know, guys, this may seem so simple to you, but these are things that we forget to do. And these are things that we neglect, especially when we aren't feeling like our best selves. And so I'm making sure that I'm taking care of my body. I am also I'm taking plant-based supplements, which is so new to me, guys, because I am not... Um, the type of person that normally takes um, supplements or takes things consistently. Um, but these are amazing products that balance your blood sugar, balance your hormone levels. They heal your gut. Um, they are amazing. And um, I, I, ha I know so many mamas that have seen so much change and transformation since being on them. Um, my best friend has been on them for six months um, and has lost over 50 pounds and her testimony is, has been, her testimony is so powerful. And so after just observing the changes um, in her life and seeing her increased energy, her increased mood, just seeing different changes, um, I knew my body needed a change. I just didn't know exactly what I needed. And I knew the Lord had already been talking to me about my health. And so I've started these plant-based supplements um, to really just make sure that I am in the optimal health, physical health that I can be in because our mind, our body, and our soul is all interconnected. And this is something that we often neglect that the Lord highlighted to me. You know, sometimes we just care for one and not the other. So you may be praying, you may be fasting, you may be doing all these things, but you may have a chemical imbalance within your body. And so your your body needs to be healed. And so I love that these products heal you naturally. They are all natural products um, and they heal your body naturally. I'm so excited to be starting these new supplements. Um, if you're interested um, in them. I would love to give you more info. Um, don't hesitate to just um, send me a message. Um, another thing that I am doing um, right now is I'm going to be creating. I'm going to be, be creating podcasts and um, just pouring into others. Another thing that I'm going to be doing is um, just walking boldly. In my Another thing that I'm going to be doing um, is just walking in my purpose. You know, when I walk in my purpose, it helps me so much mentally because I'm literally doing what God has created me to do. And it says in the word of God somewhere, I don't know exactly where it is, um, but it talks, Jesus is talking and he talks about how he gets energy basically from doing the will of his father. Um, and I believe that when we are doing what God has called us to do, that he will re-energize us and that he will renew us. And so those are some things um, that I'm doing right now for my mental health and those are things that um I also want to encourage you guys to do um while you are also on your mental health journey. I just want you to know that 
Um, God can empower us to live the lives that he's called us to live while we wait. Um, he can empower us and use us in the middle of a storm. And I just want you to know that God is for you, that he is not against you, that you are not alone in your mental health struggles, which is why I wanted to create this episode. And so I definitely will be creating again, which I'm so excited about. I'm definitely going to, I'm just take my time. I'm going to create things as I'm led by the Holy Spirit um, to create. Um, but I just wanted to share this with you and I just want to pray for you guys. So Father God, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your presence. I thank you, God, that you are the God of the mountain, but you are also the God of the valley. I thank you, God, that you are with us, God. I thank you, God, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I thank you, God, that our mind is whole, God. I thank you that our thoughts are whole, God. I thank you, God, for ways of connection, God, that we can come on here, God, and be transparent and be honest and be vulnerable, God, knowing, God, that it is you who is getting the glory, God, out of our story, God. I pray, Lord, for everyone, God, that has had a wall up, God, for everyone, God, who has felt like they have to pretend, God, or not let people into their struggle or what they're dealing with, God. I pray, Lord, that you will break that wall down in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, God, for those who have been in isolation, God, for them to be surrounded around people, Lord, that love them, that can pour into them, God, that they can be honest with, Lord. I pray, Lord, that people will be transparent, God, about where they're at, Lord. I pray, God, that your children will be transparent with you, that your children will be honest with you. I pray against the spirit of heaviness, Lord, and pray, Lord, that you will remove it, God. And I pray that your peace that surpasses all understanding will transcend upon your children, God. I pray for those right now, God, that are in a valley, for those that feel like they are not going to get out of this, God, for those who feel like they are just going down deeper and deeper, Lord. I pray, God, that you will lift them up, God, that you will lift their head up, God, to where their help comes from. I pray that as they spend time with you, God, in your presence, even if they don't feel it, God, that you will supernaturally pour out things within their spirit, that you will supernaturally, God, empower them, God, that you will supernaturally, God, give them the strength, Lord, that they need to move forward, God, to give them the strength, God, that they need to be the moms that you call them to be, God, to give them the strength, God, to be the daughters that you call them to be. I come against every suicidal thought, God, in the mighty name of Jesus and declare that it will have no place over them. I declare that they shall live and they shall not die. I pray, God, that you will help them, God, that you will send counselors, God, that you will send therapists, God. I pray, Lord, that you will send sermons, God. I pray, God, that you will send Instagram posts, God, and Facebook lives, God. I pray, Lord, that you will send them a raft right now, God, so that they will not sink, God, but that they shall float, Lord. I prophesy, God, that they will become, God, all that you called them to be, God. And even if, God, they don't see the manifestation, Lord, of what you called them, of what you promised them on this earth, God. I declare that we will be a people, Lord, who will stay steadfast, that will stay dedicated, that will worship you, that will worship you in spirit and truth, that will praise you. Give us the strength, God, to distinguish negative thoughts, God. Give us the strength, God, to discern your voice, God, from the voice of the enemy, God. Give us the strength, Lord, to fight back. Lord, even when we don't 
feel like it, God. Even when we don't want to, God. Even when we don't feel like we have the strength to, God. Recharge us, God. Renew us, God. Refresh us, God. Give us fresh vision, God. I pray, Lord, that we will not be led by our flesh, God, but we will be led by our spirit. I pray for radical encounters with you. I pray for everybody, God, that's under the sound of my voice, God, that's bending bondage, Jesus. I pray for freedom, God. I pray for freedom, God. I pray that you will breathe a fresh air, God, fresh wind on them, God. I pray that you will renew them, God. Renew their strength, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning into this. Like I said, um, it takes a lot of transparency and vulnerability, um, but I know that um, God is going to use my story for his glory, and I just wanted to take you guys along the journey. I didn't just want to get to a place where I'm preaching and teaching again and doing these different things, um, and you guys not know the struggle or the things that um, I, I experience or I go through. And so I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. Also, if this episode has blessed you in any way, please do us a favor and leave us a five-star review. We would love to hear from you. Also, do us a favor and take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social if it blessed your life. Also, share with someone who needs this, who needs this encouragement. I love you guys and I will see you next week. Bye, guys.